Hello, hello, hello. It is Adrian, Capricorn Tigress of Astrology, Look Inside. And I'm back again. Oh, yeah, I'm back again. You can't get rid of me that easy. <laughs> I just keep coming back and back and back like the Energizer Bunny. And you never know what color hair I have or what mood I'll be in or what background I'll have, but I will be here, right? That's how I work. I work. <laughs> so it is June 11th, June 11th. And it's that time of the year. Yeah, I, you know, every year I've made a song in particular to, to play on the eve of this particular day. And since I made the song, I'm gonna play said song, okay? Because I made this song, I'm gonna play this song. Okay, hold on for a second, hold on. Let me get the song queued up, hold on. Wait a minute, first let me jam out. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Love that song. Okay, let me get this song. <laughs> and I will jam out to this all day. Let me cut this down. Okay. Here we go. So today is a day that I, I will continue to honor. I will. It is the birthday of my ex-best friend. And I made this song. I don't know if you can hear it. I made a video. See, if this was StreamYard, I would play the video. So I might have this as my background, but I, I made a song. I don't know. I thought she was my best friend. And it's her birthday. Happy birthday. What I got to tell her? My ex-best friend. <laughs> best friend. My ex-best friend. Ex-best friend. My ex-best friend. Ex-best friend. My ex-best friend. <laughs> oh no i messed up now we gotta start all over where was i i was just getting to the good part of ex-best friend it wanted me to cut it up that's what it is hold on <laughs> that's what it yes that girl she messed me up man. yes i thought she was my best friend and it's her birthday <laughs> what i got to tell her 
My ex best friend. 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 That ex best friend. Ex best friend. My ex best friend. Hey. That ex best friend. Hey, you know there's always somebody out there, right? Mm -hmm. Always there, like I'm your, your friend, friend to the end, best, best friend. friend. <laughs> what? But they don't got you back. Uh uh. Uh uh. No. Mm -mm. <laughs> ex best friend. <laughs> My ex best friend. Ex best friend. My ex best friend, the ex best friend, <laughs> the ex best friend. <laughs> ex best friend. <laughs> the ex best friend, hey. <laughs> That ex best friend. <laughs> that ex best friend. Hey. You know, there's always somebody out there talking about their friend. But they ain't nothing but a Karen or a Felicia. <laughs> we don't need that in our lives. Have a happy birthday, ex best friend. Hey. <laughs> My ex best friend. My ex best friend. <laughs> My ex best friend. Okay, you guys, that'll go on forever, and I'll put on something else. Okay, I'll put on something else. But anyway, happy birthday to my ex best friend. And I, ha you know, I had to memorialize that birthday. I had gotten so accustomed to celebrating her birthday. I was friends with her for forty-one years. Forty-one. There are some of you out there who are not even 41 years old. So I can't let the day go by without memorializing it. That's 41 years I had to do something. So I made a song. I literally made a song. So when the day comes, I can get it out of my system and in my own weird and scorpionic way, I, I, I can wish her happy birthday. Now, I said scorpionic for a reason. So let's talk about where the planets are, okay? Let's do that. So I looked a little bit earlier and <laughs> the sun is at 21 degrees of Gemini right now. 21 degrees of Gemini. Again, 21 degrees of Gemini. Well, the moon is at 18 degrees of Scorpio. It's probably at 19 degrees after that long song. Let me see. I bet you it is. <laughs> and it's, no, it's still at 18. But you know, Gemini and Scorpio are in conjunct. They're what they call quincunx. 
it's one of the most creative combinations. So it is actually in Quincux's position right now. That's like five, 150 degrees, I believe. No, no, no. In between, like 165. Weird Quincux is a weird thing. And actually they're for Gemini, Scorpio, they have this weird attraction because of this weird inconjunct that they have. And often you'll find like a weird relationship between Geminis and Scorpios. Like it happens a lot. I mean, a lot. Okay. I just want you guys to know it's, it's like a almost, it's almost like Capricorns and Leos. It happens with them too. Capricorns and Leos have the same thing. And you'll find a lot of Capricorns with Leos. Now, I'm not saying the relationships are great. I'm saying I was with one for six years. That's what I'm saying. I was also with a Gemini because on the other side, I mean, Gemini, Capricorns don't, don't go with Geminis. But anyway, the, the Geminis and, and, and Scorpio thing is a real thing, okay? So know that. Now, I'm talking about relationships in particular because one, I'm going to do romance readings tonight. That's one. Okay. But beyond that, and I might do the romance readings on StreamYard. I don't know. I feel bad because I'm only on YouTube tonight. And I'm recording it on YouTube. And I thought, well, I can record it on YouTube and then I can stream it on StreamYard later. But I know some people who watch me on Facebook and LinkedIn and all these other places might be like, what is she doing? She's not on. <laughs> anyway. We have the moon at 18 degrees of Scorpio, as I mentioned, right? Well, Venus is at 17 degrees of Taurus. They are exactly opposite. So Venus is opposing the moon right now in particular, and Venus is on my own moon. So I don't know what that means for me. I was actually afraid to go live. Sometimes, I have to be honest, you guys, I get a little scared about going live because people, people will come out of the blue and attack me. I've got Mars in the 7,000 Leo, and so when they come at me, they come at me big, right? And I'm, I'm sometimes I'm afraid to come out because I'm like, oh, because am I going to hurt me, Lord? And, you know, because the moon is square, my own Mars in, this, in, in Leo in the seventh house right now. And Mercury squared it. I'm, right. I'm not scared. Oh. The good thing is the sun is in my fifth house. So, so no matter what, I, I had fun all month. I made sure I was gonna have fun and I'm having fun right this minute. And I, I'm gonna keep it that way. I, I wanted it to be fun. And so I came to have fun tonight. Now, the other thing is with this mercury, it's, oh my gosh. Mercury's at 28 degrees and 57 minutes of, of Taurus. And my, my Venus is at 28 minutes and 58, uh, 28 degrees and 58 minutes of, of Scorpio. So uh, Mercury is exactly opposing my Scorpio. I don't know what's going on with the recording right now. Like, I, I don't know, because Mercury is opposing my Venus. So I don't know if it's that, like, let me look at myself. Do I got something weird going on with my face? Let me see, am I okay? Am I okay? You like. Like, that's not normal. Like, it's opposing my Venus. Am I all right? Is everything all right? Okay, so now, and the moon is on my own moon. Like, I'm telling you, this this is all mixed up. Not only is the moon inside of my 10th house on my midheaven, on my Neptune, 
but it's opposing my sun, which is at 17 degrees of Taurus, of, of my sun, my moon, which is at 17 degrees. The moon has opposed my moon, in other words, guys. The moon has opposed my moon, okay? Let me just say that. The, the moon, and, and then the moon is also opposed Venus, which is also opposed my moon, right? Because Venus is sitting on my moon. <laughs> But the moon is opposed Venus right now. So if you're in a relationship, I mean, the emotions could get weird out of the blue. All of a sudden, craziness could occur. I'm sensing this Uranus is at 16 degrees of Taurus. And so it's also opposed the moon. I'm just saying. Something weird could happen. I just would be, I, I would be really cautious about it. And, um, you know, I keep looking to make sure, like, is there something like, is there like something happening with my face weird or something like, because the moon is opposed my, like it's opposed my Venus. Mercury is opposed my Venus. Maybe because I keep talking about myself, I guess maybe. And that, that's going to happen because Pluto is at 28 degrees of Capricorn. And that is not only trying the Mercury at 28 degrees of Taurus, but is sextile my own Venus at 28 degrees of Scorpio. And it's sitting in my first house. Of course, I'm gonna talk about myself. What else am I gonna talk about with Pluto sitting in my first house? I'll try sextile my Venus and everything. And I think my progressed Venus is sitting on it. So yeah, I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk all about my business. I'm gonna talk. <laughs> I'm in a silly mood, you guys. I told you that the sun is in my fifth house. It's right in my fifth house right now, and it's silly. Okay, so we got Mars at 13 degrees of Aries, and Chiron is at 15 degrees of Aries, and Lord. I don't know what the Mars and I don't know what the pain is. I'd be careful about accidents. And I have been stubbing my toes and stuff like that a lot lately. That might have something to do with this Mars because uh, this 13 degrees of Aries is in my progressed first house. I always relate it to myself. It's always, <laughs> I'm trying to stop doing that, but I always, always somehow, I, can, I got a story. But the Mars is at 13 degrees, okay? And it is conjunct Chiron at 15 degrees okay and so um you know chiron is wounded and it's crying and it's a it wants to heal stuff but it's uh, it's in its own pain and we're talking about mars and that's action and i could see where some people might want to heal other people but they're in their own pain and so it becomes it, you know the act action becomes a little bit halted or stilted in some way because it's hard to get it done it could be that you want to take action in the area of where this 13 degrees of mars and aries is but you it, it's something that's painful for you in some way for some reason unknown to you know you might figure it out the thing is can i please tell my story i know i always talk about myself i know i know but i got to tell it so today today of all days i this this is crazy because the moon was opposed uranus okay i have to tell the story so i had planned this huge event i have been holding a summit like a a women's conference all month long it had like 32 women signed up and i, I think 18 of them actually talked if i'm not mistaken it's somewhere between 12 and 18 of them um anyway there was a 
it was a big event. It lasted three weeks. I mean, getting it together was no easy feat. And so um, we were having a finale and I sold tickets and um, there were strangers and other people got tickets. And I mean, when I went there though, I, for some reason, the women who were participating weren't there. There were a whole bunch of men. And I'm looking here to see why that would have been other than the fact that Mercury is opposed to my own Venus. I don't know. And Mars is on Chiron for some reason, square it, uh, squaring my son. <laughs> Mars is on Chiron squaring my son. My son's at 14 degrees and Mars and Chiron are at 13 and 15 degrees respectively. So I had to cancel this event that had like, I think 20 people signed up and got tickets. I canceled it one because I didn't see any of the women that were going to participate with me really going to be there. I think maybe two or three might have showed up, but there were like 17 men that I didn't know. And so I decided that was not a cool feeling and I decided not to do it. Now, I wonder how much of that is this weird connection going on between, you know, Pluto in my first house and Mercury um, trying it, but it's the, the Mercury is opposed my my um, my own Venus in some way. And also Mars and Chiron were square my sun and it just made making getting anything done the way I planned it on it just wasn't going to work that way and this is all happening in my third house like right inside my third house so it's been really weird i mean i can't explain it but it was really strange and i just wanted to share that that um you might have had something like that like i didn't cry or anything but i was shocked and it was painful because i had put so much preparation into doing a finale and it was like the crescendo of working for three weeks with these women and although i feel like we we all got close in our own way i was just a little bit let down that we didn't have more women um really sign up for the event because it would have made it more feasible to have it if there would have been more of us than strangers <laughs> but i i just didn't want to come up there and start talking and be a talking head. I do that every week. And I don't, I didn't want that. I wanted the women to come in and um, yeah, maybe introduce themselves to the guest, men or not. But I didn't want to just be there by myself trying to entertain 20 people. I just didn't want to do that. So um, if you are in the sound of my voice and you were someone who had a ticket, my deepest apologies for that I we're going to package the event and um and then I'll make it available like for a small fee or something really inexpensive maybe I'll stick it there because I can create it like an evanar a evergreen webinar type of situation so I might do something like that and um just do something really inexpensive like seven dollars or 17 or I don't know, something inexpensive. So I'll, I'll let you guys know. And um, my deepest apologies to anyone who had a ticket and did not get a chance to party with us like we wanted to, but some days it just isn't right, you know? And look, the moon was opposed my own moon. So something that would have made me feel unstable and um, 
uncomfortable. It was bound to happen. Um, also, the moon's in at 18 degrees of Scorpio is sitting in my 10th house. Uh, it's basically sitting in my career, basically, right now. And um, I think that's Scorpio. I mean, when the moon's opposed to your moon in your 10th house, then yeah, that's what's going to happen. Now, here's a good thing about it being Scorpio and just me being me and and the sun being in my fifth house. I just came back and did, um, I held the event anyway on Zoom. And I think it might have piped in uh, if anyone gets a copy of the replay. And I went live inside the group with the women and I held, I gave away the, or announced the winners of the contest and just had a good time. And um, it, it, it was actually fun, just actually finalizing it that way even. Um, but anyway, I, I, I'm, I'm getting all teary, you know, it's hard to let go of something. But it was just one of those kind of days where, um, and you guys might have experienced it too, where you plan something and it, you're really excited about it and you think it's gonna go, you know, a certain way and it just all falls apart, like at the last minute. That happens, that happens. And we just have to roll with that. And maybe that's what the moon in Scorpio wants us to, to, to know. I mean, I'm so used to my moon in Taurus, which is so relaxed and laid back, but having a moon in your career, it's gonna shake it up. Like it decided it wanted to shake it up. Uranus is opposing uh, the moon in today and it just thought it would act up and uh, try to get me upset. But good for me, I do meditations and I was, I was all prayered up, so I was good. It was good. So um, let's see. We have Jupiter at five degrees of Aries, and you know Jupiter, Mars moves a little faster than Jupiter, so it's pulling away. It was um, conjunct at one point, but now it's about eight degrees away. So I'm not going to really give it a conjunction any longer. But we did go through Mars and Jupiter, and Jupiter is at five degrees of Aries right now, and then. I think whenever Jupiter's in Aries, there's just this feeling of exuberance and maybe people trying to do more than they really can do or should do. <laughs> so be careful about that because Mars is still in Aries and Jupiter is still in Aries and Chiron is still in Aries. And I could see someone attempting to do something way bigger, like me attempting to do this big you know, event and it is just falling flat on your face at the last moment. And so it could happen that way. Be careful because I don't want it to be something like, you know, you're trying to do. What is that when they jump from building to building or something? And it, you know, ooh, I would hate to see someone not quite make their, their jump. So, yeah, don't overdo it. Be careful. Also, Saturn's at 25 degrees of Aquarius, and it is actually trying the sun right now. Saturn is trying the sun. I think that could be why the one thing that had the power behind it today was having fun. I mean, whether it was with the women earlier or me coming tonight and just going to party and sing and, and do all that, I was just going to have fun. I wasn't going to uh, get too heavy about anything because it's really hard to do that when the sun is in Gemini at 21 degrees. But um, by the way, 21 degrees is a three. That means it's 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 naturally um, a day that would vibe with a sign that doesn't vibe well with Gemini. 
Um, some are think, you know, say it's Virgo and most say it's Sag, but that three is never in a good space for Gemini. So there could have been a little bit of weirdness. Like I said, I had that happen, although I recovered, it still occurred. And so some people might be having events, weird things like that happening today. Also, Neptune is at 25 degrees of Pisces, and that is also squared um, the sun. So um, the sun had some support from Saturn, right? But it's got the square from Neptune. And the Neptune square is, I mean, it could be issues with creativity, just like I said, <laughs> events and tickets and all that kind of stuff. It could have been anything to do with that. So just be aware of that because um, I, I do sense that there were some weird hiccups today for people. Um, I mentioned Pluto at 28 degrees. It's training Mercury. Pluto's training Mercury. And I do think that is probably the other reason why I was not going to give up. And I, I came out and just started talking. And whether I'm a talking head or not, I'm going to do it. And um, it's just that Pluto is trying Mercury and it's like, you shall not give up. You know what to do, go get on the mic and, and save the day, right? <laughs> and so that's, that's, it was instinctual, I think, was to do that. Um, the North Node is at 22 degrees of Taurus. And that is getting within that range of making a connection to Venus and even Uranus. So uh, because the north node goes backwards, right? So it's go it, it's not retrograde right now for some crazy reason, but it will eventually go retrograde and it'll go backwards toward an exact uh conjunction to um Venus and Uranus. Now when the north node hits Venus and Uranus, oh lord, I'm scared. I really do think there's going to be some really weird relationships forming coming out of this. They're going to be unique, but when the north node hits, wow, it's going to be something. So let's, you know, get ready for that. That's coming up in a few. It really is. So you guys, I think I've actually gotten through all the planets. I didn't want to really harp on them too much. I just wanted to come and do something, tell you where the planets are. So yeah, you guys know what's going on. And tonight I'm just going to do really quick romance readings just so I can shoot the breeze and have some fun and talk about something. Talk about something and see if it's something that, um, what messages I get. Let's see if I get messages that resonate with people. Because I'm not going to stay long. I've got some salmon in the oven. So I'm going to go super quick, you guys. I always want to give you some cards uh, at the end to reward you for listening to all my astrology. <laughs> Some of you guys are only around for the cards and I'm like, no, I'm going to do my astrology. We're starting with the sign of Gemini. Just going to pull a few cards for each sign just to get a general feel for what uh, wants to come out for them and uh, tell them romantically for the week of June 11th. It is Saturday, June 11th right now. And I'm going to get one more, one more. I'm pulling five cards for each sign. Uh, if they let me pull the five cards, we'll see. Get one more. It's really thinking it over before it tells me, Gemini. It is really thinking it over. It's 
just trying to think it over it, it, it oh there it is okay <laughs> so gemini these are the cards that you got your romance readings for june so the first card you got gemini is love yourself fully your self-respect makes you more romantically attractive gemini so love yourself fully and then you got religious factors your love life is influenced by your religious upbringing and spiritual path you know love yourself fully sometimes um things might not go gel because of our religious background or spiritual path like i'm an astrologer um there are some religious people that they think the astrologers are the devil like if this was the 1600s i would have been burned a long time ago and so it, it that happens so yeah um your next card was flirt uh extend your lighthearted energy to others so flirt and you're a gemini if you're a gemini and you're not flirting that ain't normal <laughs> that's not normal the other uh, card you got was stay optimistic about your love life positive thinking and uh faith will bring you romance stay positive optimistic about your love life and then also let go of control issues allow the situation to unfold naturally oh and the bottom of the deck was new love maybe some gemini's a new person might have stirred your romantic feelings whatever you do love yourself fully all right don't worry about the religion and all that kind of stuff flirt stay optimistic and let go of the control issues Sometimes it's not exactly what we, you know, we would want or expect, but it is what is meant to happen. And so we've got to respect that. Right? Oh, let's see what we're going to tell the next sign, which is the sign of cancer. What are we telling the sign of cancer? Sign of cancer. Ooh, bunch of cards came out and over i'm not going to take all of these cards but these came over here so i'm going to take those oh there's three of them okay i just need one more oh and this is sideways so i think that's the one so here we go got five cards here for cancer first card cancer is chemistry there's a strong magnetic attraction here hmm and then we got love yourself first. Your self-respect makes you more romantically attractive. Then you got heart to heart conversations, honestly discuss your feelings with each other and retreat. It's time to disconnect from the world. I sense that some uh, cancers are taking some time away to be with someone they really are yeah, and it's new love. Look at that last card. A new person has uh, stirred your romantic feelings. I think there are some candidates are taking time, you know, doing that heart to heart, getting to know them. Oh, and this could be the one cancer. You already met the romantic partner you seek. I think some cancers are falling in love. And we're about to go into cancer season. This would be that time to fall in love, wouldn't it, cancer? So I could see that happening for some cancers. Let's see what we're going to tell the sign of Leo. Oh, my food is ready. I never seem to finish these readings, do I? 
I'm going to go and, and I don't want my food to burn. So I'm going to do a couple of, I'll go to, um, we do, let me do Leo and I'll do Virgo and then I'll, I'll have to do the other ones maybe on StreamYard. Okay. Or something like that. Okay. Let's see here. Ooh. And there we go. We got a couple here for, um, we got five here for Leo. So that you also got love yourself first. That's, everybody's got to love themselves. What is that? I guess because we've got Mars and Jupiter and Aries. That could that could be why it is coming up. Uh, your self respect makes you more romantically attractive. I mean, Mars and and Chiron, right? I was just talking about the Mars Jupiter Chiron. That could be about loving yourself first. It could be about loving yourself. You know, or because it's Aries. Anyway, attraction. You could attract romantic love by enjoying. You attract romantic love by enjoying the moment for, the moment fully. Okay. Wedding. This situation involves marriage, Leo. Then you have let your friends help you. Ask for and accept support from others, and then you got make the effort. Great love is worth taking the steps. You're guided to take Leo. Okay, great love is worth. Oh, you got honeymoon on the bottom. Enjoy the bliss of holiday time together. Maybe it is time together. You just need to make the effort, right, to get that to that honeymoon phase. Uh, yeah, you just got to love yourself. There's attraction. There's wedding. You had wedding and honeymoon. I wonder how if some Leos have just gotten married. I mean, that just. With the wedding and the honeymoon, it just smacks of a wedding. Like I wonder if some Leos have gotten married. That could be, right? Let me see what we're going to tell Virgo. And then I'm going to go get my food because I don't want it to burn up. Okay, so just give me one more shuffle here. And then I'll go get Virgo. Um, I mean, I'll go get my food. <laughs> but I'm going to do Virgo next. So let's get five cards for Virgo. Ooh, a bunch of cards came out. Was that enough? You know, I'm going to take them, even though it might be one card over. They came out, and it, it and my food, I don't want it to burn. So the first card you got, you also got retreat. It's time to disconnect from the world. So you might be off, uh, you know, doing something you really want to do, like not working, but having fun. It's a weekend. And then you got express your love. Go ahead and make the romantic gesture. And then you got past life relationship. You have known each other before. And unrequited love. There's not enough attraction or chemistry to keep this relationship going. Trust. This attend, uh, the situation is calling for you to have faith. And pay attention to the red flags. The signs are cautioning you. I think when I look at this together, it's like retreat express your love it's a past relationship but it's unrequited love so trust and pay attention to the red flags like if you see there's it's if there's something wrong and it's it, you're you're not getting back what you're giving right um you know back off of that don't don't keep giving if you're not getting anything back here it says keep an open mind though your soulmate may differ from your usual type and expectations so it could be that, but pay attention to the red flags. 
right retreat if you have to is i mean there's it, there's an unrequited love situation and could be something like that going on right it's a past relationship type of situation i mean whatever you do trust in your own ability i hope in your own discernment but do pay attention to the red flags anyway i'm gonna go get my food because it's burning up much love much light many blessings i've had fun i will be back with the other signs the other eight signs or how many it is um i'll either come back on zoom and I'll record it that way or i'll come back live on Streamyard. okay all right would you love to you bye